Welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited to have. She is just a phenomenon in the world of acting. She's one of the few actors to win the Actors Triple Crown, which is an Oscar, a Tony, and the Olivier Award. And uh, I, I just can't believe what I can learn from this person. She's currently uh, promoting her new film, Hobbs and Shaw, of the Fast and the Furious franchise, which is very exciting for a lot of our listeners out there. I'd like you all to meet Helen Mirren. How's it going, Helen? <laughs> Aaron, you are just so kind to have me here today. Thank you so much. It is just such a beautiful day here in New York City, and I am just so grateful to be spending this time with you. Thank you. How often are you in New York? You know, it's it's really interesting. I try to split my time here between New York and London and also LA. I really enjoy those three cities the most. I would say that um, London obviously is my favorite. Of course, that was where you were born. Yes, yes. That's where I was born. Spent the majority of my life. Done many films there. And a lot of theater as well as commercials. Uh, and then, you know, coming over to the States here, New York and LA, it, it's really a, a kind of like a holiday for me, if you must. It's really nice to film here and be here. So I'd say probably about a couple times a year, L.A. and here probably, oh, geez, probably now like six to eight times a year, probably. You, you mentioned London. Let's talk a little more sure. about that. Um, for some of our listeners that don't know already, you're a classically trained actress. Um, you, you actually uh, studied and performed with the Royal Shakespeare Company, yes, yes. which is incredibly impressive. Mm. Uh, I don't know if our listeners know how much of like a challenge that is or like what the stakes are, but can you tell our listeners a little bit of, about your experience with the Royal Shakespeare Company? Well, yes, so certainly, Aaron. Um, you know... It, being in the Royal Shakespeare Company is quite interesting because there is this really challenging process to actually become a member of the, the company. It's it's this just very rigorous training to first audition and then once you audition, the callbacks and then getting into the company. I mean, it's very difficult because they, they place so much time and focus on your voice, your body, and your uh, movement background. Now, I know a lot of actors have some like unusual like habits or uh, things they do to like get into character things uh, pre-show rituals you would have what are some of your pre-show rituals? How do you get into character? Well, one of my favorite things to do is to goggle water with salt. There's something about the salt that actually tingles your throat and the back of your, like, the back of your teeth at the top. I really just enjoy kind of salt water gargling. That's that's one of my best warm-ups for me personally. Now, don't you feel like the salt water might, like, dry out your mouth? Well, you know, there's there's been some debate. Um, I have read a few articles on that. In fact, um, I think BuzzFeed had one. And something I saw was to then take honey and to drip honey down your throat. But you can't mix the honey and the water. It has to be after the gargling. So you take the honey and you drip, drip, drip. And that is to soothe and to leave out, to, to make it less dry, if you will. But you'd think, like, also, like, 
honey is like sugar, and then you're like your throat's now all sugary. Why don't you just drink regular water? Well, you know, um, I've tried regular water a few times, and there's something about the salt that just gives me a little bah, like it just bah makes me feel energized. And and then when you give the little sugar and the honey, it it's there's something very like calming and soothing. I feel a little more centered. But you don't do find yourself getting thirsty after all that. Mm, well, um, you know, I, I I suppose I do get a little thirsty, but isn't that just normal and performance that you'd get thirsty and your throat would get dry? I think so. Now, what is your most like challenging time you've had on stage that we might not know about? Like not necessarily performance wise, but like, is there something that like you went on stage and you're like, man, uh, that I can't believe I have to continue while I'm like feeling like this? Well, there was one time where I was wearing a bustier and we were doing a version of, um, I believe it was Othello. And the bustier had come undone during one of the most important scenes that, that um, Desdemona plays. And that was who I was playing. And so I came out and my bustier was just falling. And at first I thought, oh, Oh, Helen, hold it. Hold the bustier. Hold it. But then, you know what? I thought, just live. Just live, Helen. Live in the moment. And I let the bustier go. And I swear, I never felt so free and so desdemona in that moment. It's lovely. Wow, that's beautiful. This uh, also makes me uh, want to get a point to what uh, that I, I I read about you is that you consider yourself a naturist, be, uh, being quoted that you enjoy like being nude a lot. And uh, your quote was, "I love being nude on beaches where everyone else is naked." Yes, yes. Um, Aaron, have you ever done that? I have not. You've I am never done that. No, I am not <laughs> confident enough in my body to like <laughs> just kind of let it all hang loose. Aaron, you must be confident in yourself. I have to say that lying nude in in any beach, really in any park, is one of my favorite things to do, honestly. There's something about it that just boosts your confidence. And honestly, when you go to a beach that is in America, you really notice that... Americans don't really take care of their bodies as much as Europeans. So really? Yeah. Oh, it's quite obvious. It's kind of interesting and fun, too, to kind of make note of that. When you go to Europe, most men and women look fantastic nude. But when you get to America, you know, maybe lay off those cookies a little bit, Americans. So are you calling <laughs> Americans fat? Oh, no. Well, no, no, no. Not, not fat, per se, but just maybe a little bit more thicker, chunkier, maybe. Uh, that, that, uh, it sounds like you're calling Americans fat. Oh, well, I mean, you know, you say fat. I say chunky perhaps it's just american british thing here we've got going on I, I feel like i've seen a lot of like curvier brits um yes i'm sure there's curvier brits but um you know the queen prefers us all to stay and maintain a healthy attractive shape so but the, the queen herself isn't like the thinnest of people that's well, I would Are you allowed to say anything insult, about this? No, I would never insult the Queen. I adore the Queen. We've had tea numerous times, and I think she's in perfect shape. Yeah? Yes. Uh, well, do you, so you, I've, I've never talked to anyone that has like a close relationship with the Queen before. Mm -hmm. Why, how is she still alive? I, I, I feel like that's a very blunt question, but it's also it's like she's a great grandmother, you know? And she has a team. She has a team. She has people to do things that you couldn't even imagine. She has people that wake her up and take her covers off her bed for her. She literally doesn't need to remove the covers herself. Somebody does it for her. Now, 
if that's just one part of her team, can you imagine all the other people that she has working around her? Now, you, you bring up the queen again. Your most famous role is for playing her the queen. in the, yes, queen. the queen. Yeah, you, you won your Oscar for mm-hmm. it. Uh, how Thank did you. she feel about that role? Uh, you know, it's interesting. We had a conversation about it, and she told me, she said, Helen, I adore the role that you played. I think you made me look beautiful and stunning, and I was so pleased to hear that. However, she did not like one of the costumes I was wearing. She told me that it was a little too bright for her taste, and I said, Queen, I agree. I should have it wiped from the movie. Unfortunately, due to editing and story, we couldn't edit the scene. But okay, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I know that the queen is very like particular about everything, and there's a lot of rules to follow around around the queen. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you know people today aren't as formal and they aren't as proper. Like, ha- has the queen adapted to that, or is she just like not see as many people anymore? Oh, the queen is very particular about manners. She wants everyone who comes into contact her contact with her to be mannerly. And that means making sure your hands are washed. That means making sure your shirts are pressed. She has a gentleman that goes and checks every gentleman's and woman's shirt to make sure they are pressed before you meet her. That is how important manners are to her. It's interesting because like as her family gets bigger, you know, uh, Meghan Markle is now in the family, Kate Middleton. Correct. uh, you, You know, it's it's younger people who don't necessarily have the same upbringing and like the same manners and responsibilities that uh, the ro- regular royal family has like grown up with. Uh, what is the learning curve for the queen, Ben? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I keep asking you more questions about the queen it's other fine. than yourself, it's but fine. I I am just so curious. It's it's fine, really. Um, I like I said, I have a great relationship with the queen, and I'm more than happy to talk about her. Uh, you know, honestly, the queen maintains her very. Um, I guess, rigid, traditional focus on manners. And even though she's got Kate and Meghan and she's got Harry and they're all coming out with these new kind of um, more progressive, I guess, ways of being royal, uh, the Queen maintains that um, very traditional focus. And she prefers that even though the children do their fun, relaxing things, when they come in contact with her, they, they have their shirts crisp and they have their hands washed. Those are the two most important things. And if you're a woman, and she likes a beret in your hair. So those those things really. As now, long as you how you ever messed up around the queen? Oh yes. What what happened? <sighs> well, do we re- must we talk about it? Now? Yeah, I, I I think our listeners would love uh, to hear it. Well, let's see. Shall, would you like to hear the the first time that I messed up in front of her? Sure. Okay. Well, the first time, um, you know, she is. It's it's a little embarrassing, but she prefers when people eat that they don't um, ever eat the avocado first when it's on the plate, that you first eat, let's say, the protein. So if there's chicken or if there's beans, you first eat the protein and not the avocado. And I love avocado. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I love it as well. I don't know if you know that about me, but I love it. And so I just dived right into the avocado. And she got upset? She got- what did she do? She asked me to leave. Really? Yes. 
She asked you to leave. She did. I mean, she's a lovely woman. I adore her. And I understand now because she focuses on the protein first. She wants all of the British people to be lean and healthy mm-hmm. and to not focus on the fats. But I focus I on mean, the fat first. avocado is not fat. But it, it's, it, it's a vegetable. But it's a fat. It's a healthy fat, yes, but it's a fat. It's going to so, make you lean, though. Well, not as lean as eating the protein first. And that was what she was getting at. And and I So never. does she watch everyone eat their food? Like, does she, like gaze at people she does in fact it, we all go in order of who's sitting next to her so the person on her left goes first and they take a bite and she nods then the person next to that person goes they take a bite and she nods and so we go down the line and i just thought everybody enjoyed the chicken i thought the chicken looked good but i was like oh, i want this avocado yeah. i thought what, it was what like would a- happen if you were a vegetarian well, that's why there's beans and hummus that is offered as well. Okay. So you get to choose your plate before you go in. But like she, you know, I, I don't know if beans or hummus, because like, isn't like beans kind of like a fat as well? I, I'm not up to date with like... You know, beans do have fat in them, but it's more, again, along the lines of being 15 grams of protein or higher. So that's what we assume is a protein. So okay. if the beans have 15 grams of protein, which they do. Yeah, they're like a every, starch. Yeah, every, well, but everybody knows they have 15 grams of protein a serving. Mm-hmm. So if they, have pro- if they have protein, then that's all that matters. I really feel like avocado must have some protein. I'm sure it does, but doesn't have 15 grams. That's what she labels as protein. If you look in the book... Mm-hmm. of the royal definitions of food, you would find that the protein is defined as something that has 15 grams of it. Okay. The protein item. It needs it needs 15 grams Just of protein. Check the royal book of okay. defining food. All right. Um, is there any protein that I wouldn't know is a protein other than like beans? Um, you'd be surprised that um, when you cooked down celery there is a strong amount of protein in it i would probably say i think it's a, a, right at 14.9 so a lot of times we round up to five i always feet. assumed celery was just like crunchy water oh yeah many assume that it's like crunchy water um <laughs> that's rather cute um uh, but no i um i i enjoy celery um when you add uh, a little bit of um chicken broth to it and that increases that, that, that doesn't sound like food that's that increases the protein aaron aaron stick with me but here i mean uh, i guess i have to like take your eating advice because Please. you are considered one of the hottest women <laughs> in the world you you've been quoted as like the, the top sexiest 50 over 50 <laughs> and uh by the guardian and i mean man you you, you have been seen as a sex symbol for oh, most of your you. career thank you how do you keep in such amazing shape um, you know, I'm a firm believer in exercise and as we talked about eating protein and I also believe in, as we also discussed, being nude on the beach to kind of help free your spirit. And I'm a big component of mental freedom. I think it's good to, you know, let loose every now and again, if you catch my drift. Yeah, I, I, I do. And uh, you're doing a good job of it. Uh, my last question of you before we move on to the next section of our show is, uh, so you've been doing the Fast and Furious movies Correct, recently. Yes. Uh Oh, it's your first real foray into doing blockbusters, it seems. Mm-hmm. Like, all I was looking down your filmography, and a lot of your other films are, like, none of them had made, like, $100 million. Uh, why in this part of your career have you decided to, like, go big? 
I mean, Aaron, darling, have you seen the Fast and Furious movies? Those men with their shirts off and their muscles and their just incredible bodies. I just wanted to partake in that. I wanted to be a part of a franchise where we all are showing off our beautiful bodies. And yes, I'm over 50, but why not be just incredible and beautiful and naked and wear skippy clothes? Like, why do all the other women get to wear the biker pants and the crop tops? I want to wear them, and I did. Amazing. Well, this brings us to the part of our show where we like to do a few speed rounds. Basically, we play a couple games on the show. The first game we like to play here is Fuck, Mary Kill. Basically, I'm going to name off three names, and you tell me which category each name goes into. Got it. First name, Meryl Streep. Second name, Judy Dench. <gasps> Third name, Glenn Close. Oh, fuck. Uh, let's see. Meryl Streep. Uh, Judy Dench and you said Glenn Close. All right, I think I would fuck Meryl Streep. I would. I would. <laughs> I would marry Judy Dench and I would kill Glenn Close. I mean, any, any reasoning behind any of that? Because I think the fight with Glenn Close would be fucking incredible. I'd love to have a showdown with her and beat the shit out of her and kill her. I think that would oh, be really man. exciting. I feel bad for Glenn Close. She just still doesn't have an Academy Award. Oh, poor thing. She should have must, won it this past uh, year. It must be really hard. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to our next game we like to play here. We like to do a little bit of word association. Basically, I say a word and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. I've Fantastic. Bard. Barf. Broadway. Star. Marquee. Dancer. Playbill. Juliet. Ticket. Box. Matinee. Lovely. Gold. Diamonds. Iconic. Me. And Queen. Me. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Helen Mirren for stopping by. Helen, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? I just want to thank you all for your support and and just tell you that if you ever feel inclined to go to a nude beach, do it. Just go and enjoy yourself and let free. That's what makes you a queen, my friends. All right. Well, thank you, Helen, for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. again for listening to yes and i am podcast this podcast has been completely improvised so instead of having the actual helen mirren here today has been my friend alicia gian grisostomy how's it going alicia i'm great thank you so much for having me uh, yeah, I'm just grateful that I got your last name right. I'm just surprised. <laughs> I, I, I had to train myself. <laughs> I didn't think you would. We had to go over some exercises, everybody, to get him to learn how to say my last name. <laughs> oh, man. So, Helen Mirren. Yes. What, so... Did, Obviously, you knew who she was. Yes, I knew who Helen Mirren is. Because you, like you, like many guests I've had before, were like, "Oh, what if I don't know who they are?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's there's a little bit of anxiety getting here." I'm like, "Oh, oh my god, what if you pick somebody that I should know but I don't know?" And it's like, "What?" So what is your experience with like Helen Mirren? I, I mean, obviously she's a fantastic actress and I've seen many of her films. I can't say I've seen them all, but um, you I have kn- a favorite one. Um, I actually really liked the one where she did. It was about the um, I don't know the name of it, but it was one about the food when she was it was I don't think she was <laughs> it was kind of like a comedy or something. She fell in love with like the gentleman who owned a restaurant, I think. And 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. It's the one like where it it has to do with like them getting Michelin stars and it's like a family where the chef, like the son wants to be the chef and it's like, it's, are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm looking it up because I, I, I really tried. How long ago was it? What's that? Wait, let me see. Are you on her IMDb? Yeah. Or scroll down. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, wait. Uh, Berlin, the Nutcracker. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. This is great audio content right now. Um, I don't remember. What are, are you sure you're thinking of Helen Mirren? No, a hundred percent. She wait, it might have been. Yep. It wasn't Glee the door. All right. Well, I, I'm sure my listeners know what I'm talking about, but yeah. I can't remember. I'm um, the worst with names. No, I, I mean I have a list of the names here. Um, it, it's weird uh, because she hasn't she, like most of the stuff she does is very like Oscar Beatty, like seen as like high art. Mm-hmm. Um, which it, like. I, I feel like she just has yet to like cash in. She hasn't done her like Mama Mia like Meryl Streep has done, you know? Right. She's really, I mean, don't forget though, like you said, she's part of the Royal, you know, Royal Shakespeare Company. So when you have that background, you tend to, I think, focus on those kind of like more, um, say like meteor roles but just like it tends to be more of like a genre thing you know? i know but it doesn't seem like she's like very like particular about what she chooses because she's been on like tv a bunch of times made appearances and stuff um do you think she just hasn't been offered these roles the i think it's the hundred foot journey oh i remember i that. think that's what it is yeah yeah, that was like the chef movie. I liked that movie. I just something that came to mind when you asked me. That's what it was. Okay, wait, sorry. What was your question? <laughs> no, I was just like, uh, I, I just wondering like why she's just getting into big films now. Um, you know, I think f- even as an actress now myself, like they tend to tell us to focus in your genre and, and be successful in that genre or that character. And then once you are in that genre character, you've lived, you've made your money, you've kind of been successful, try something different. And so I don't, I don't think that, you know, Helen's trying something different because she's, you know, at that point necessarily. But I think, you know, at some point you just want to try new things. You want to explore what it is to play different characters and be in different worlds. And comedies are so different than dramas and TV is so different from film. It's like, it's just a constant challenge. I feel like she could like do whatever she wants though. Like she, she's Helen Mirren. Like she's like acting royalty. Yeah. Literally. Um, Like why, I don't know. Why not cash in when you're young and then like have all that money? What do you mean, Cashin? Like, not... Like, 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 like do the big blockbusters when she was, like, 20, 30 years younger. Well, but I also think that in some ways that, like, really, you know, classically trained actors, it's not that they get, like... It's almost like they don't... Like, I, when I first started acting, I really wanted to focus on, like, I was going for Shakespeare. I was doing, like, Greek stuff, like, Greek theater. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm an actor. And yeah. then you're like, wait a minute. That's not necessarily kind of, like, what people want to see you in or, or how they see of you. Of course. So in her case, you know, maybe that was just she saw herself as, you know, the Lady Macbeth and not as, like, you know, Karen from Will and Grace. I don't know. She was, like, so famous for, like, doing stuff on the stage, like uh, Chekhov and Strindberg. Which which is Ibsen. very hard to do well. Yeah, which is great, but it's also it's just like, man, what if she was in like a Marvel movie? <laughs> that would be killer. Yeah, exactly. That like, would be so cool. Like, she should. I mean, who knows? Maybe she has one coming up. Let me let me see her future projects. Yeah, what's going on? What does she have? Oh, there's nothing announced <laughs> other than like the next Fast and Furious movie. Now, I haven't seen her. In, uh, did that come out the first one? When well, she was in, like, okay, I think she started around the eighth one. Oh, gosh. 
And uh, as we're recording this episode, it is the 3rd of August today. And uh, her, the Hobbs and Shaw, the most recent Fast and Furious movie, just came out. And she's in that as well. Have you seen that? No. I, I'm not a big Fast and Furious person. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of them either. Yeah. I mean, my friends like them because they're like campy and they're like fun co- popcorn films. But like for me, I'm just like, uh, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm over I'd this. rather spend my money on something I really want to see. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I, like I said, I don't. I've, I haven't seen many of them either. I think I saw like the first and the second one. I though. mean, if I had like a group of friends, maybe I'd go. Like they they were all just really excited about it because like you get in that like group mentality of like just it being fun. But like it'd never be something I would want to see on my own. Yeah. No, I gotcha. It's not. It's not. It's not on my. But list. I'm also like surprised she has never like showed up in like a James Bond or something like that either. Are you sure she hasn't? I am certain. Really, you looked yeah, her I, up. I went on her box office mojo. <laughs> her her highest grossing sh- movie is actually Monsters University. Oh, weird! Which I is the, a voice in, of the Pixar film, which like seems so like lame when it, you think of like such a like notable actress. Yeah. That like her number one like grossing movie, her most popular movie was a voice in a Pixar film. Well, and she's what? from the Royal Shakespeare. Like she's played these incredible roles in Chekhov, and like you said, I mean, she she's one of the few people out there with a Tony and an Olivier and an Oscar. Incredible. Yeah. No. Um, the, what the, was her Tony for? Do you uh, know? Her Tony and Olivier were both for the the play The Audience. The Audience. Hmm. I've never read it, I but I mean, so. uh, I guess it started Who's on the it? West End and then moved to Broadway. Do you know who it's by? The Audience. I can look it up right now. I'm really now. challenging you today. I Maybe know. I'm just looking up Google. Thank God you exist. I know. <laughs> but yeah, um, have you ever seen her on stage? Um, I'm trying to think. No, no, I haven't seen her. I would love to see her, though. I bet she's incredible to watch. The audience. Uh, it came out in 2013. Peter Morgan. Yeah, Peter Morgan. I'm, no. I'm not familiar. No, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I guess that she was won a lot of her awards fairly recently too. Then, because yeah. like her her Oscar was in '06 for the Queen. Yeah, well, I'm. She's. But you know what? I feel like in this business, it takes time. You know, nothing is fast. Nothing's easy. So for her to be working and getting her awards, it's like good for her. You know. Yeah. No. Definitely. I mean, uh, but I guess the audience is about another. So another thing about Queen Elizabeth II. Oh so all of, her, all of her awards have been for playing Queen Elizabeth II. Wow, that's incredible. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good thing we talked about the Queen so much because apparently she has a very <laughs> intimate knowledge. Yeah, so good thing. Turns out she has really good friends with her. I wonder, like, has Helen Mir- like, what happens? Do you get knighted if you're a woman? No, you can't get knighted. Well, Gwendolyn did in HBO's Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, that's not England, though. Is it Gwendolyn? Is that her name? Gwendolyn? I, I have no clue. Gwendolyn Christie, the actress? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who she plays in Game of Thrones. The She plays the tall... I, I've never watched I've, I've never watched Game oh of Thrones. Oh, my God. What's the matter with you, Aaron? Are you ha- serious? You've never watched Game of Thrones? I had no interest. Oh, my... People, can you please with me? I can't. I can't. I'm like, I, I literally made I sure that I watched it when it came out every Sunday night at yeah, the I know. Every, I know every Couldn't plot point. I know every plot point. Oh, I know every ridiculous. character. There's nothing it's exciting ridiculous. for me. You I'm like, I back. know how it ends. Oh. I know, spoiler alert, Bran becomes king. <gasps> oh my gosh. And I'm but, like, great, the, the wheelchair kid that got kicked out of the oh, castle. Oh, that's 
That's terrible. You need to go back. You know why? Because there are so, it's such beautiful story writing and there's so many great actors and the sets and the fights and the costumes and the, oh, but it's just, un, it's, it's like addicting. But Helen Mirren is in Game of Thrones. There's, they have Ed Sheeran, but no Helen Mirren. Well, like, like that, that, that should say something. Oh my gosh. I, well, I wonder if they approached Helen. I'm she, surprised Helen Mirren didn't show up in a Harry Potter. Oh, that, she would have been great in Harry Potter. Like, isn't that <gasps> surprising? Like, every Royal Shakespeare Company actor yeah. has, was in Harry Potter. You're so right. I never thought about that. That's a really good point. Like, almost everyone. How was Helen Mirren not in a Harry Potter? How, like, she... I, she was. Are you sure? Yeah, I am certain she wasn't. <laughs> Can we Google? I, I've done my no, research. I believe you. I believe you. Also, it would have just like said it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I could have seen her like as any character. Like, in Harry what do you Potter. think she could? Like, I didn't read the books. I only read it in one in Spanish. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. For my Spanish class, we had to read Harry Potter in Spanish. In Espanol. Espanol, que tal? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, That's no. Really I mean... I, I feel like she could have played anyone, just like most of those Royal Shakespeare people, like Maggie Smith, uh, uh, you know. I love Maggie Smith. I, I think Glenn Close. I know Judy Dench is in Harry yes. Potter. Yes, and also, but did you, wait, not to switch gears, but did you see Maggie Smith in that really old movie from, like, the 80s about witches? She's, like, a witch hat. Like I have cat. not. No. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. Did, Go back. Did to she, she just seem like Professor McGonagall again? Yeah. I, she's. It's really a weird. Kind of weird. Anyway, it's probably weird. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Anyways, so wait. Back to who was yeah. in Harry Potter? Yeah. I mean, I just thinking like Helen Mirren. Like, did she just get looked over? She had to at least read for one of the characters. You think? Do you th- I bet she did. Yeah. But how could she not get a role? Yeah. I don't think she like what like Maggie Smith beat her. Yeah, maybe I don't know. They're like you're too hot to play Professor McGonagall. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Seriously, like you, you you see Helen Mirren, you're like she go- she looked good. <laughs> she she looks too good. Harry'd be like, hey girl, hey. Yeah, exactly. There's just like some like Oedipus <laughs> complex with Harry <laughs> and like his teacher and his teacher like who's cool, but she secretly is like Harry. You're cute. No, no, no. Uh, it sounds like a different <laughs> Very movie weird. we're making here. <laughs> But, like, it, it is kind of cool, though, how, like, comfortable she is with her body and stuff with Helen Mirren. Uh, she did the movie Calendar Girls, if you remember that one. <gasps> oh, yeah. With the British women that, like, all, like, yeah. did the new calendar. I think I saw half of that movie. Like, it was on or something. It was really funny. Yeah, it's a I was surprised by how funny it was because it's just, like, you're like, oh, okay. Like, you know, older women getting naked. What? And it was really funny. Exactly. Um but like, yeah, it just seems like she has this very free spirit about her and stuff that I would, I'd love to see like in more movies, you know. Although she did do uh, try to do a blockbuster this uh, summer called Anna. Uh, I didn't talk about it because it has been correctly panned. Uh, it's another Luc Besson movie. If you're, you're familiar with Luc Besson, uh, uh. Uh, Anna. Yeah, uh. Luc Besson's the guy that made The Fifth Element. Mm-mm. Yeah. I love The Fifth Element. Yeah, no. He's basically made The Fifth Element and then a bad, bunch of bad movies. <laughs> and he, what was Anna? A bad one? <laughs> yeah. Like, he tries to make these, sci- like these very ambitious sci-fi films, and I guess, like, she was a big uh, part of it. But also, like, yeah, did not do well. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I don't know why they keep giving him money. Yeah, well, like <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, another thing I didn't talk to Helen Mirren about is that she's been mar- uh, she's been with her husband since 1986. 1986? Yeah. What is that? 96, 06, 16. It's over 30 years. Oh my gosh. That's like incredible yeah, for a Hollywood marriage he's Who, a director I was yeah. gonna say who's this dude How uh, she- uh, Taylor Hatchford uh, and he's a director yeah wow yeah well you know what though that goes to show you she's like comfortable with who she is she's confident she's obviously been in love for this long I mean she's got her shit together yeah it, it's cool uh, I, I, I give her kudos that for being like kind of a role model like yeah, you know, actor, just like doing the work. Also, like an older, like female role model, you know, of in course. the business. It's not like it's very hard for women as we age, and I think it's like she's a great example of like just because you're older doesn't mean you can, can't you lose your like sex appeal. Of course, I, I, I and on that note, yeah. <laughs> so Alicia, yes. you are an actress, yes. comedian here in the city. What are you up to these days? Oh my gosh, I'm slammed. I have a couple things going on. I'm shooting a film next weekend. I have another film. Uh, well, next weekend, supposed actually, it's a sci-fi film next week. It's a feature indie. And I also have another sci-fi um, action film that I'm shooting. And so hopefully we're going to get it done by the end of the year. Um, that's a feature and that's coming up. But I also have a comedic feature that is in the festival market right now. And we're doing, we have our first premiere and screening of it on August 26th, so in a couple of weeks, in Connecticut. What was that film called? Um, it is called Batshit Bride. Batshit Bride. That's it's exciting. Are you the bride? I'm not the bride. I I play her best friend, her one of like the main bridesmaid. And um, it was honestly one of the best shoots I've ever been on. We were shot for about three weeks in Connecticut, and just the whole group. We had actors from L.A., actors from New York. We had... Um, we all got together in Connecticut and we just, because we spent so much time together and it was like a bridal party. So a lot mm-hmm. of scenes were the bridesmaids and the bride and the okay. groomsmen and the groom. And because we spent so much time together, we all just like had a blast. It Any was big like, names attached? There's a few big names from uh, LA. So the three, the main girl, her name is Megan Falcone. She's in it. And then we've got uh, the two other guys are I, Johnny. I don't, under, I don't remember his last name, Johnny and Josh. Um, but they are also big comedians in LA too. So uh, the three of them and then me and the rest of the girls from, from New York. And it's, it's really, it's, it's a really funny movie. I'm really excited for it to come out. Very um, cool. Yeah. Um, and do you think like, as it makes the festival circuit, like you'll eventually like be on like some sort of streaming or yeah oh yeah we're we're hoping to um the director has a lot of connections and um a couple of others films i think are one his last film was either on amazon or netflix um very cool so keep an eye out for what's the name of the film again batshit bride batshit bride also alicia if people want to find your dates details anything you have going on where can they find all that best place my instagram it's at gian grisostomy i know oh, no <laughs> i know i know make it very difficult for you but it's easy i can spell it. it's at g-i-a-n-g-r-i-s-o-s-t-o-m-i and you can also check out my website which is www.giangrisostomy.com <laughs> Wow, I can't believe no one had that domain name. <laughs> I know. It was, it was pretty just fun. Free. 
It was free. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Yes and I Am. I'll post a picture of me and Alicia there with her link to her uh, Instagram so you don't have to spell it out. <laughs> also, if you want to give us a rating on iTunes, that would help us a lot. Five stars helps more people find the show, and that keeps us happy. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you all next time. Bye.